Spider Cop here. After hearing J. Jonah Jameson blame me for all the bad things that happen in this city, I listen to the Game Fix show to feel better about myself. Hello to all my friends at Game Fix. It's me, Mario. Woohoo! I'm here to kick ass and listen to the Game Fix podcast. And you're listening to the Game Fix podcast. And you're listening to Game Fix. It's Game Fix podcast. I like to tune into the Game Fix show. All right, partner. You know what time it is. Let's go, play day, play day. Dave, but I still am Verlaine. Welcome to the Game Fix Show. Make sure to check out our website, GameFixShow.com, and the weekly stream of our weekly recorded podcast right here, Facebook.com slash GameFixShow. Uh, also check out our Twitter, uh, Friendster, Instagram, YouTube, Game Fix Show, uh, and then anywhere you listen to podcasts, just type in Game Fix Show. Uh, this is pretty difficult running running everything <laughs> at the same time. Um, all right, joining me is our producer James. Uh, Dave can't be on the show today. James, how are you? Thank you for showing up. I'm good. How was everybody? We're good. Uh, this is a big week. Um, a lot has gone on. We've got the Game Awards first and foremost. Uh, we're not going to st- spend too much time on it. I kind of just want to compare. Uh, you know, our decisions compared to what happened. It's not that thrilling. Um, cyberpunk, dude. <laughs> All right. That and, game uh, is a mess right now. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Uh, D23 happened. I think that's what this was, right? Disney, all the Marvel, Star Wars announcements, all that coming up, movie news. We've got the Fandalorian coming up, uh, amongst other things. Um, but let's start this. The way that we always do and that's with what we've been playing i'm gonna go ahead and go first uh mine's pretty simple outside of the fact that i have star wars uh jedi fallen order on playstation um i've been playing it for a very long time and i keep putting it down first of all it was because of difficulty uh and so i never never beat it i stopped it the i guess it was the end boss and finally decided to pick it up. Uh, finally beat the game. Uh, so I finally have seen Vader and know how all that ends. Uh, have you ever played the game? I did. And I beat it. And the Vader reveal at the end was absolutely fucking mind-blowing. Yeah. Like, I wasn't I wasn't expecting Vader to be in that game at all. So how did you like the ending of the game? I I did like the ending. It was... Like the EA has to do a sequel to that game or something. They left it though. Like, I mean, I like the way that it ended, but I guess I'm just not used to things ending. Cause this one kind of like, it wasn't as open ended as most would be like, yeah, you could have a sequel to this and it would be fine, but it would completely, it'd be like a new adventure. Yeah, and that would be that would be fine. Like, how many single player games get sequels that were the first game just completely ended? Yeah. So yeah, they could they could do like a continuation. 
they could do it to where Vader's now hunting them down. And then here's the mind blow. They could bring in like Starkiller <laughs> from Force Unleashed. I and that could be the main too. villain. Dude, that, yeah, I love that. That whole storyline, Force Unleashed was awesome. It was my favorite. Unfortunately, um, it's not canon anymore. Yeah, dude. They're, they should yeah. make it. I mean, they named the planet on Star Wars Starkiller. That's yeah. close. Uh, and they're doing a lot with the clones, which is what I thought they yeah. were going to do with Rey. Um, and anyways, um, so I've also been playing the hell out of Marvel's Avengers on PlayStation. Um, I play it all the time. It's I talk about it all the time. It's not really my type of game. But they just released um, Kate Bishop, which is the girl Hawkeye. Yeah. And with this update, they held back on a lot of stuff, um, like a lot of different modes and stuff they were going to have you do. Um, but I went and I played her campaign. And A, it's pretty cool. It, it's, a, it's a pretty cool, like it's a short little campaign. Everything they release is going to continue the story. Um, you get to see a new villain, which is the adaptoid that it's it's almost like a super scroll, but for the Avengers. It's a real thing in the comics. I've never saw it in the comics, but he has like he's green. He has like Iron Man armor and helmet, a hammer, a shield, and I don't know what else he does. Um, so he's basically all of the Avengers. Yes. Kind of combined in the one. Right. Because a lot of the adaptoids in the story is that they're they have the power of certain Inhumans, so they they're taking the powers out of the Inhumans. Spoiler alert! And putting it into these robots, this artificial intelligence, um, kind of like Ultron was with Jarvis. Yeah. Um, but and then this case, I guess they're taking and I don't know how they did it without their power, like the whatever. But that's like the new bossy kind of enemy. Um. The game is still cool for me, but Kate Bishop, like, she broke it. Um, it might just be PlayStation. Obviously, I haven't played other ones. Um, and I haven't read too much about it, but I th she's totally broken the game. When I have her as AI... Do you have the game? No, I don't. All right, when I have That's her why as, I'm listening intently. You know, when I have her as AI, it doesn't feel like right and like sometimes you know the game still has bugs where maybe iron man will just stand there for no reason while just shit is just hitting the fan um whatever but with her it it's almost like she's the whole game feels fucked up like it, it's just so weird she's cool her abilities are cool and she's got this it's i guess it's not game breaking because it's not really a multiplayer versus game but I've almost nailed making her fly. Like, I posted a video on Facebook, um, but there's a way that you can make her fly around the map. It's partially due to her blink ability. Um, so it's really weird. Uh, it's kind of fun dicking around with it. it. It doesn't really, like give you any kind of advantage that much because you can't do a lot there's not a lot of control in the air but it's really weird and that i haven't even heard anybody like mention it um all in all though i'm still a fan of the game still gonna play it and uh i don't remember kate bishop having a blink ability in the comics yeah i don't i don't know she's something with time just the shield equipment that she has i don't know anything oh. about her 
but she that has a bunch of like explanation steel. of the blink. Yeah, like, I don't know. I just don't remember yeah. it. Yeah, me either. It's just like a dude that's already in the game an NPC, which is also like Nightcrawler, like exactly like Night Nightcrawler. You can go upwards or you know forward and back sideways. Yeah. So yeah, that's it for me. What if you? So I've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Nice. Because I am a whore for the Assassin's Creed franchise. Huh. I don't care. I love those games. Um, it's fun. It's definitely it. It's it is through and through an Ubisoft title. Like you, dude. You you played Ubisoft titles. You know how they are. Yeah. yeah. Like it's the exact same kind of, you know. Hey, big open world. Go over here. Go over there. Hey, side quests. Like yeah. it is very much a Ubisoft title, but it's fun because you're a Viking and you get to drop kick bears. <laughs> like fight bears. Yeah, yeah. You, there, there's there's wild. There's wilderness around, and there are beasts and stuff, and you can kill them, and that's how you upgrade all your gear and stuff. And yeah, you can drop kick bears. It's great. Huh. <laughs> did you play the two before it either like odyssey or origins so yeah, i've does... played origins and i've played odyssey origins was before odyssey yes origins so they kind of they kind of soft rebooted the games while still maintaining like all of the lore from the games so origins was like the first in the newer ones and Odyssey is the second. And Jack, I'm using a male. Jack oh, just asked right. me if I'm using a male or a female in chat. I'm using the male. And uh, yeah, so I've I've played all of them. Um, I like Greek mythology, so I like Odyssey better for just the mythology. But I'm definitely digging like all of the Norse stuff. Yeah. Like the Norse stuff is very cool. I don't see I kind of liked Origins a little bit because they didn't change they changed the combat obviously that was the first one that had the bumper combat like Demon yep. Souls type stuff but really it felt like a, an Assassin's Creed game like all the parkour and climbing and stuff didn't seem too much different than what I'm used to um, what got me was that they're adding mythical creatures and and things and part of for me part of assassin's creed was that they were going back to these time periods and i guess you can't not make them real but they were realistic you know what i'm saying they they tried to stay yeah. historically accurate which really them doing things like adding all these creatures kind of goes against that and maybe liked more of did you see the hercules with the rock how it was yeah. like his myth was what we think of hercules but then it, there was a real explanation as the movie went on you saw what really happened that led people to think that he was superhuman um i would have liked something more like that like if you hear about the myth of medusa you go and there's a lady but you know there's a reason statues are happening it wasn't a glare um yeah so. no i'm i'm kind of with you on that like i do I, I do like the fact that like the previous assassin's creed games while set in an historical era like an historical time period was 
very like fictitious in their setting and there was nothing just over the top like they've gotten really over the top in origins it's even worse in odyssey and um in valhalla like it's gotten it's definitely gotten it's gotten up there again but yeah no i can agree with that i'm with you on that yeah um i liked i guess my favorite one was still the fourth one is one of my favorites black flag the pirate one just it just seemed it was the first one that had wildlife i believe um the ship sailing the ships and fighting the ships was sweet um i don't know and it's a pirate game yeah that one was definitely fun i wasn't a super duper big fan of the ship combat i found it to be just kind of meh but everything else in that game was fantastic um i liked syndicate because i liked the two the aspect of the two different characters and you could build them different ways like like evie was very much like the stealth and jacob was very much the run through the door and just beat everybody up Hmm. i didn't touch that game yeah it was it was good Hmm. well then Excellent. Um, I guess now would be a great time to mention the retro reboot. Our uh, lead contributor, Mike, puts these things out every single week. He reviews a retro game, um, So, but he's reviewing it now. Um, either way, this week, <laughs> you'll find it actually on the website tomorrow around noon, and he has done the Silver Surfer for the NES. Um, the game has gotten a lot of flack. I tried it. It's hard as shit. So, like, I'm not going to knock it because I have... This is one game, like, I really have not made it past, like, maybe, I don't know, a couple screens. It's just that hard. And it, I guess it was supposed to be part of Shmup-Timber. Sh- Shmup-Timber. Shmup-Timber. Yeah. Um, did you ever play Silver Surfer? I did, and that was such a waste of a three-day rental. Yeah. Like, oh my god, that game was just, it was so hard and just so bad. And, like, you couldn't touch anything. Like, they they put you in these little narrow corridors and you can't move anywhere. And there's just all this shit coming at you. And you're like, I don't know what to do. And you just die. Didn't the ending, wasn't the ending, like, real stupid, too? Honestly, man, I think I, I think I made it past the first level. And that was it. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, check it out. Gamefixshow.com uh, tomorrow at noon. Uh, retro reboot. Um, I want to mention something before we go into the game awards, which is still going to be <laughs> brief in itself. Um, so <laughs> there was a kid. We actually have two stories about two kids. I'm going to go with one of them right now. And so this kid and we've heard it before the kid racks up a bill on your phone like because he keeps purchasing stuff well this kid racked up sixteen thousand dollars um playing the mobile sonic game and let's see the kids what like six years old the, the kid's only six years old um and th- she noticed that there were charges at first but thought that you know, fraudulent activity, so maybe she was waiting longer. Not sure. Either way, the kid racked up all this money. It's proof that it went to this game. 
and nobody will give her her money back. I absolutely love her quote in the article. I think her quote is hilarious. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna quickly read her quote because it's absolutely hilarious. She says, "It's like my six-year-old was doing lines of cocaine and doing bigger and bigger hits." Mm-hmm. That's I, I that's guess... kind of what microtransactions are. They are all lines of cocaine. Right, but <laughs> it, even when it comes to some games, I haven't played this one, but some of them do things like pay this much and you can continue right now and then the next time you need to continue it's a little pricier yeah and if they're gonna do that every time he hits it it's multiplying um yeah that's awful um but this is one case where she should get her money back there's a hundred percent proof of how old the kid was how the game mechanics work And the fact that there should actually be a rule implemented that states that if the game has to have a value, that should be the rule. The game must have a value. So if I decided that I wanted to put $100 into the game, into a game that was free, Fortnite, say I was going to put $100, say I was going to put $200 into Fortnite that should automatically, A, not even be allowed, and it should unlock every single thing in the game forever. Like, there should be a value. That would not... That means... You know what I'm saying? Like, this game obviously isn't worth $16,000. There's no fucking way. So there shouldn't even... It shouldn't even get that high before some programmer mechanism says, that's enough. Like, you love the game that much... There you go. You you spent a hundred dollars. It's yours. Everything else is free. Go for it. You would think that after the first couple of charges, her bank would have caught on to it, and like, hey, why is this credit card getting hit for all of this amount in such a short time frame, and just right. like freeze that card? Yeah, that is because weird. sadly, she's probably not going to get her money back just because it was her phone the kid was using and she's already signed like the 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 tos of whatever charges i make is on me yeah but and that's that's what they're going to argue yeah legally that i mean she she will lose but i mean that's what judges are for and that's what people lose in the whole aspect of a judge like yeah there are laws but they still have one thing they're supposed to do better than anyone and that's judge use their judgment you can say the sky is fucking red have proof have scientists come in but if that judge says it's blue and thinks it's blue he can say it's blue and this can go to court and this judge can look at all the papers and be like dude come on that's ridiculous give her back her money it's At least predatory. give her back like a good like, percentage of it. Let her learn her lesson. This is what, this is what a lot of gamers have been like screaming about now. Is these, it's these sort of just completely predatory tactics. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. It's. I I have a three year old, and yeah, he would. I set the parental things. I put guided access, so he can't even leave what is on that. Um, some people aren't that smart. After six years of having a kid, you would think it's not like this stuff is new. Like he was born into using this stuff. So 
Yeah. Yeah. She says she says in the article that she didn't have any of that stuff on her phone. So like she didn't enable any of it. Right. So like while it's really shitty and they should give her her money back, they're probably not. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about the game awards real quick. I've got the list of all the winners. I'm not a fan, especially of this particular awards. Um, I think they're just contrived bias and this year desperate as fuck. Um, However, with that being said... This is said, 2016 all over again. Yeah. Wait, I don't understand what that means. What was 2016? Like, Overwatch, Overwatch won Game of the Year in 2016. Not because it was the best game released that year. It's because it was the only big game released that right. year. Oh, right. Like... <laughs> all right. Um, okay, so... I'll just start out with the biggest one. Uh, game of the Year, the nominees were Animal Crossing, Doom Eternal, Last of Us Part Two, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, and Hades. Um, our, our fans, I believe everybody voted for Animal Crossing. Um, the winner was actually The Last of Us Part Two. You've played the game? Last of Us? Yeah. God, no. Part Two? <laughs> Um, I played it a little bit. Look, it's it's a good game. Um, the only the only reason I didn't stick with it, it besides the story for me not being that original. Um, I'm not. It was a, way more stealthy than I wanted it to be. Um, that's just me though. Personal preference. The game was beautiful. The acting, I'm sure, if I kept going, would have been fine. It had the controversial topics. Um, and whatever, it's The Last of Us Part 2, PlayStation exclusive. It was almost a given. Um, however, you know, and I don't know why Doom. Doom, like, Doom's great, but there's no no way it would have it would have won. Tsushima, I think, I think if Tsushima push enough promo and enough people getting hyped for it, it could have done some damage. Um, yeah, I'm really surprised that, like, Tsushima didn't win. Yeah. Because it's one of those categories where it's, like, out of left field. Like, Last of Us Part Two winning is sort of, was sort of a given. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, all right, like, you know, the first game won Game of the Year. Like, we know the second one's going to win. Personally, I think Animal Crossing should have won. Yeah. Just because, like, that game, that game's going to go on forever until Nintendo releases either until Nintendo releases a new one or until they stop supporting it. And with as big as that game is and how dedicated that fan base is, that game's going to be going on for a while. Yeah. I like, still I don't, I don't think part two, it. it's just kind of a one done it's over. Yeah. Like I don't even know why Final Fantasy was on there. Yeah, but also I guess, well, no, except for Overwatch. Most games that are like that, that are heavily supported and go on and are pretty much, you know, fueled by multiplayer, don't win Game of the Year. They, You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, they yeah, do, like, they could, but... Um, all right. 
game direction is a given. That's almost why even have that. It's The Last of Us Part Two. It was all the same. Half Life Alex was in there. Uh, Tsushima, Final Fantasy, and Hades were the other ones. I mean, game direction and winning game of the year. You. You can't win game of the year without game direction. If you do not win game direction, you do not deserve game of the year. You yep, need direction to become game of the year. Yeah, it's a dumb category. I don't know why they had it in there. Well, they topped it with an even dumber category. Most anticipated game. Talk about... <laughs> Let's just talk about most anticipated game. All right. The nominees were Halo Infinite. Horizon Forbidden West, which is Horizon Zero Dawn sequel. Yep. And this is how it's listed. God of War sequel. <laughs> Resident no, Evil Village. No confirmation of the sequel. No. Breath the, of the no Wild nothing. sequel. Breath of the Wild of sequel. sequel. Legend of Zelda doesn't have sequels usually to their games. They're sequels to The Legend of Zelda. It's not like Majora's Mask 2. Well, the new Zelda game coming out is actually a direct sequel to Breath of the Wild. But is it called Breath of the Wild 2? We don't know. It's it's tentatively it named Breath of the Wild 2. I don't think they would ever do that. Anyways, I don't think they will either. The fact that they're just grabbing shit out of thin air and saying, hey, yeah. who's going to win an award? A game that doesn't even exist. Um, and Elden Ring. Um, and I forgot Elden Ring, but they are the winners. So whatever the fuck Elden Ring is, it's from From Software and Bandai Namco, Demon Souls type game. I'm assuming. Yes, uh, we saw Elden Ring, not this last E3, but the E3 before that, and it is, it's from um, Dark Souls creator and George R R Martin, the guy who did Game of Thrones. Mm, okay. Um, okay. We literally just saw a trailer, and that was it. Okay. There's been nothing that has come out recently. Um, let's see. Um, art direction's a good one. Uh, art direction: Final Fantasy VII, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Ori, Will of the Wisps, and Last of Us Part Two. Tsushima won that one. It's obvious. I mean, you have an actual period piece um, as opposed to just what's been recycled and that's just desolate towns and modern day society um so definitely the game is beautiful it's absolutely beautiful and um yeah it's it deserved it i haven't played ghosts i've seen screenshots and videos and it does look beautiful but you know what I got to kind of give it up to Ori and the Will of the Wisp, too. That game is gorgeous yeah i haven't played that i played the first one oh, it's so beautiful um, let's see, performance, which is now the best voice actor person. Um, the winner of Abby, Last of Us Part Two, which is Laura Bailey. Um, you had Ellie from Last of Us Part Two, Jin from Tsushima, Hades from Hades, and Miles Morales from Spider Man. I mean, I went with Miles, but it really, like, it, he's just a normal dude. He didn't deserve it. That's just the only game I really played. Um, okay, best ongoing game. Um, no Man's Sky, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Call of Duty Warzone, and Fortnite. Can every year you um, be nominated for ongoing game then? So what I don't understand is, like, do we really consider No Man's Sky an ongoing game? 
Right, and that well, like, that was my my second question was like how like these guys don't have access to the number of people playing these games, so you can keep a server switch flipped on and no one plays it. It's not really ongoing, and yeah, No Man's Sky like a game like that. Yeah, it has a fan base, but is it considered an ongoing game just because the company's Dead Cells should be in there. Like, tons of games should be in this. Yeah, and, like, and Dave, David and I had this argument. Spanish and I had this argument. Like, why wasn't Overwatch on this list? Yeah. Like, like what says why Overwatch is dead? Like, League of Legends on this list. Exactly. They have the biggest Twitch following still. Grand Theft Auto Five should be on this fucking list. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I don't... I don't Fortnite. Know. I understand too. Apex. I understand Call of Duty Warzone. I understand Fortnite. I don't understand Destiny 2. Yeah, but you know what? And These games shouldn't even be qualified for this category because that's all they are. It's not like an achievement to be a game ongoing. Like, even Overwatch, barely. But Overwatch isn't free. You pay it. It's competitive. Um, so I guess it would fit in. But, like, a game like Fortnite, even Warzone, like, they're free-to-play games drop out. Like, to be ongoing, it's like... It doesn't cost the company anything, obviously, if, you know, if it's free. They have their other things outside of that. Um, they're making tons of money on Fortnite. It, of course it's going to go on, is my point. You know, yeah. get a game that you wouldn't think is going to keep going on, that just, like, holy, like, Fallout 76, if all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, someone finds out that this thing is just, like, blowing up, there you go. Or a game like Minecraft or something, like an actual paid game, League of Legends. Holy shit, Counter-Strike, shit. Check, check, check. Yeah, I, it, I don't know. Like I said, I I think it's a dumb category. Oh, why No Man's Sky is on there? It shouldn't have got nominated. Never mind one. Mm. Like it. Yeah, it's, it's dumb, dumb updates. Stuff. Their their updates are so like big and in a way game changing that I don't know. People think it's a huge deal. Like VR was kind of big when they added it, but it's it was still No Man's Sky when you pull that veil over. Well pull it off of your eyes um all right let's get on to um best indie game i think game fix community uh voted for fall guys i thought fall guys was gonna be it for sure hades ends up winning it i didn't i never played hades um carrion was up there i did play carrion um i like that game it's pretty cool um it's on game pass so um debut indie game I just realized this was a category. That's stupid. <laughs> Carrion, Mortal Shell, Raji, and Ancient Epic, Roki, and uh, Phasmophobia, which won Phasmophobia. What? The only game I know on this list is Phasmophobia, and that is because it's like a horror game, and it was like huge on Twitch for a little bit. Mm. I, I still don't understand why indie game debut indie game usually these awards have a time period anyways uh, so if, yeah whatever <laughs> um best mobile game all right this really everybody knew it was down to two games pokemon cafe mix was not one of them genshin impact actually three and eh, i don't know you play that game um, i did it, how is it is it it's eh, it's a fun game. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's really fun. It's just when you get to a certain point, it's just nothing but grinding. Um, and it just it gets so boring after a while. Or you pay. Can you pay to skip the grinding? Or you can pay to skip. 
Mm, I'm not doing that. Right. That's that shit dumb. That's probably why it didn't win. Um, Legends of Runeterra was on the list, but the big ones, Call of Duty Mobile and Among Us, I thought it'd be one of those two. Um, why they have Call of Duty Mobile is is just beyond my comprehension because you can use a controller now, so now it's competing with Call of Duty on their systems. Um, but Among Us won it, so. Didn't Call of Duty Mobile come out last year anyway? I don't. It might have no. I think it came out at the very beginning of the year. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Uh, if not, that's kind of weird that they have it, or maybe it's one of those things where it's updated so many times. But um, what's uh, what's really funny though is I know for a fact that Among Us has actually been out for two years. Yes, you're right. So so because but it just launched for mobile. Yes, it did come out for mobile. But yeah, that shouldn't matter. That shouldn't count as anything, because then that's like Skyrim. You could just be like, okay, well, anything we put our shit on is going to get an award. So an awards equal more money for us and whatever. Just do that. Um, all right. Uh, best VR AR game. There was Half-Life, Alex, Dreams, Iron Man VR, Star Wars Squadrons, and The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners. Half-Life Alex takes it for what reason? Who the shit knows? Because it's fucking Half-Life, maybe? I yeah. didn't play the game. Um, I can't imagine there's anything... I, I, I guess I can't talk, but I mean, shit. Let's just assume it that I'm right. <laughs> um, I would have went for Squadrons. Squadrons in VR? Yeah, dude, that's all I played in. And it was phenomenal, right? <laughs> yes. The, that game... That game is amazing. It's amazing, dude. It's just... It, it, uh, yeah. Whoever's playing that on Xbox is stupid. You just wasted your money. <laughs> like, there are people that are taking it like a uh, flight simulator, so they're taking it kind of like that, and, you know, they're, they're okay with not knowing the depth perception and how far their wingspan is or whatever, but I don't know. VR is the way with that game. Um, best action game Hades won it Doom Eternal was in there Half-Life Alex, Neo 2 and Streets of Rage 4 Streets of Rage 4 is pretty fun um, you played Neo right? no I played Streets of Rage 4 um, Half-Life Alex. I mean come on man if we're going to throw in best action game and throw in VR games like dude Iron Man's pretty action fucking packed and you're goddamn Iron Man this is why I don't like this this awards one. Um, action adventure game: Ghost of Tsushima, Valhalla, Last of Us Part Two, Spider Man Miles Morales, Ori and Will of the Wisp, and Fallen Order. Last of Us Part Two takes it. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's given. Good for them. Everybody knew they were gonna win awards, anyways. Yeah, they kind of swept this award. Um, like it was. Uh... Yeah, it's like none of that stuff mattered either. All that outside BS. I would have liked Star Wars to win it just because it's Star Wars. And uh, it was like, it was a surprise hit too. That's yeah. like nobody really expected this game to be any good. Um, I don't like <laughs> how they made action adventure one, one category and not two different. Action games and adventure games for all my childhood were different. Yeah, Whatever. I don't know. 
why I was never consulted on this at all of why action adventure is now just one category. Yeah. Like I really wish somebody shot me an email on this. Cause that means any adventure game without, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Um, RPG game goes to final fantasy seven remake. Everybody should look at that and they should, they should take note if you're making RPGs. Just like, that's something that you should take note of. I mean, if you believe in this uh, awards thing, then you should. Because, I mean, it's an old game. It's one of the best ones. And if it's winning again, they're doing something right. Uh, best fighting game went to Mortal Kombat 11. Um, family game, that goes to Animal Crossing. Again, family game is the Nintendo category. Oh, yeah, I mean, it literally is. It Like, Nintendo also won best family game last year, too. Mm-hmm. And then last year, I think it was almost all Nintendo titles. Yeah, it was. It was almost all Nintendo titles. Um, Flight Simulator like, why won. Why is Crash Bandicoot, like, best action adventure? Exactly. Because it's both. But whatever. Like, Minecraft Dungeons. Why isn't that an action adventure? That was pretty good, too. Um, best Sim strategy goes to uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, which also, simulation and strategy are almost two different games. They are two Completely. different games. Yeah, they are two different games. Um, sports see they, they're combining categories almost like okay I get that with how the year's gone but then they're just making dumb fucking categories that are irrelevant and redundant um, but best sports racing game goes to Tony Hawk that's what we voted for um, and why not again it's a game that they did it right they just proved that just releasing this game that that's what people wanted they didn't want any of the other shit yep um, best multiplayer game goes to Among Us. Uh, Valorant, Fall Guys, Call of Duty, Warzone, and Animal Crossing were all on there. Um, content created here. Who gives a shit? Yeah, the rest of this list I don't really give a shit about. Esports, esports, yeah. So there you go, the Game Awards. I mean, you might as well have something. Um, I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter what the awards are. I'm not really a fan of award shows because it's opinions and it's usually popular opinions and they're not fair like best i'm still on the the whole game of the year should not be an exclusive i'm completely Everyone with you should on be that. able to have access to i mean not free access but a lot of people pc and each console should have that game for it to be game of the year i mean game of the year to i mean part of that requisite should be you know everyone knows about you and the only way everyone could know about a game of the year is if they're playing it and they they can play it so games that are only on one console no matter what it is should not be up for game of the year <laughs> it's like yep, so i'm dumb. i'm absolutely with you on that 100% i don't think exclusive should be nominated for you game make, of the year you make like PlayStation Game of the Year, Xbox Game of the Year, because it's not, it's just dumb, dude. That's how it used to be back in the day. Like, I remember back in, like, video game magazines when EGM and and, uh, GamePro did their yearly, like, their yearly categories, and it was, like, Game of the Year and then Best PlayStation, Best Nintendo, Best Mm -hmm. Microsoft, like, yeah, Best PC, like, it was all categorized. And it seems as though now it's like everything's smushed together and then you're adding categories mm-hmm. that 
don't really make sense. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's go from that to... Uh, let's go back into a six-year-old. This one is a very strange story. Um, so the story started out as, and a lot of people might have heard it as this, six-year-old Call of Duty player gets banned. Um, so it, it's really weird because um, this kid in real life is such a good Call of Duty player at six years old. He like He's a qualified. They're calling yeah. him a prodigy. He qualified for um, the World League. He is like a good, a really legit, uh, like a prodigy at Call of Duty. Um, so all of a sudden, for, for no reason, he's playing, he's streaming on Twitch. And then he all of a sudden gets banned in the middle of this stream. Um, so immediately people wouldn't think anything of it because right away you're like, well, he's six. That breaks terms for uh, Twitch. It breaks terms for Call of Duty, uh, which also in itself would break terms for whatever system he's playing it on because he's six and it's not the age qualification, whatever. Um, it turned out a hoax. Yep, it's all bullshit. But I, I here's the thing, like I don't know what what their get was. Because what is their get? According to the story, it makes it sound like the adults, the the, the, the parents actually went to this six year old and said, How can we make you more popular and he said i saw someone fake this and it got a lot of views and they did it like based on a six-year-old <laughs> saying how they should scheme the world and these people did it yep now, now i don't know i don't know past the update of it being um fake um, I don't know if, what what has happened since then. What could happen, um, except for this? Can a six year old's name be smeared in this situation? Uh, I believe so. Like, I think he's going to lose credibility. But he's six. Like, he shouldn't even have credibility. Activision is probably going to ban him themselves. Because, like, this this paints them in a bad light. And, frankly, it's X-Activision. I don't think they could take the bad publicity. Hmm. Yeah. And apparently this whole thing, like, it was... It, so he's trying to get into this big video game clan called FaZe. Mm -hmm. And for those who don't know, FaZe is, like, a multi-console, multi-video game group of just dude bro douchebags that's putting it politely uh apparently the whole banning thing was a challenge issued by them because he wants to join phase oh like if initiation seen, i'm sorry like initiation yeah it's like an initiation it if you've seen any of their videos 
or any of their like anything, I would not want my six-year-old to even be associated with them. Because hmm. they're I've a bunch of assholes. Yeah, I've only heard of them. I've never like went that extra step to find out like of them. So like multiple of them have been banned from various different games for various different reasons. Well, look, if I don't, this is just a bunch this I think it just boils down to like dumb parents really like that's all this is because they had something in this kid like I just I picture my kid like if my daughter was just so awesome at a game where she was pro level being like a kid I would still be a parent you know I would still be like no you're not going to start associating with a bunch of 20 year old video gamers you know no you're not going to drop out of school and do this and you're not going to stream on Twitch all for all this time and you know like set limitations but maintain yeah. the fact that dude my kid's a baller and you can find other ways to even make income that isn't like conniving or like trying to be the cool popular dude this kid's already going to be cool being a six-year-old and able to kick anyone's ass in call of duty i mean like i don't know they they i think they just didn't know what they had you know they were non-gamers seeing this from the outside and for some reason taking advice and letting their six-year-old kind of dictate their life well it was it like was it the six-year-old dictating their life or was it phase clan themselves well i think this is first of all we can take different angles in one hand the parents by even if the parents are like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, mom, dad, I want to get into this this clan of people. It's called FaZe, and it's a group of guys that play Call of Duty. Like, right then, you're like, you got to start doing math. Uh, Call of Duty is rated M. Um, these are a bunch of 20-year-old kids who are probably playing at all weird hours of the night, cussing and stuff. And my son is goddamn six years old. Once you get past that, and that doesn't, you are just spoiling your kid and letting him dictate your life. So then he's like, this yeah. is what I want. They said that I can be part of their group if I do this. And then after he says that, if I get banned, then I would be, as a parent, let's assume I skip that first step. And then I'm like, hmm, you get this many viewers. We're kind of getting this much in advertising. You're doing this well in tournaments. Risk it all. Yeah, let's do that. I mean, that's mistake too. But then you can go on to the phase side of things where, hey, we're a group of 20-year-old dudes, but we want this six-year-old little boy in our club? Fucking for real? Yeah, that's kind of... So that's... It's creepy. That shouldn't have even be, been allowed. And someone should look into that and look into the person who said, you know what? Although being six just by itself breaks all the rules... And he would be prohibited from participating in anything legally if he had real parents. Um, let's still try and do this. I don't know. It it just seems really just it, it, this kid's just if his name gets ruined, like it's it. I don't think he deserves it. Like not at all. Not not in this situation. 
because he's so young. If it was like a 12 or 13-year-old, then okay, fine. 15, fine. 17, fine. But like six, dude. Just yeah, that's, got past uh, that's first the top grade. part of the story. Like you can't, I mean, six years old. They don't know what the hell. They think monsters live in their closets. Wow. Um, well, here's something that fucking rocks my socks. I am a fan I think I'm a big fan of the Evil Dead. Are you a fan of the Evil Dead? I've seen them. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. That's why I say like I'm a fan, kind of, because I grew up with them. Um. They are no doubt really wacky and confusing sometimes, but not to that Stanley Kubrick level. Um. Anyways, they're making a game of the Evil Dead. Um. And it has Ash in it. And it looks, it's my type of game because to me, it looks like a Left 4 Dead type game. And <laughs> that is perfect. That is perfect for what this game should be. Because you're going to be, you're going to get that horror feel because you're, you know, four teenagers. Or maybe with Bruce for some reason. But, you know, and you're just co-op. Killing demons. Like, <coughs> if they can keep it. You know, well, there's no way they wouldn't keep it bloody and gory, but I, I don't know, man. I'm on board. What do you think? I think this is going to be interesting. It's it's from the same guys that did World War Z. And you, I know you were addicted to that game for yeah. a while. Yeah. Third, it's third person. Left, that was the Left 4 Dead successor. It was in third person, but it didn't matter. I mean, the yeah. game was sweet. Oh, that's that's cool. I didn't even realize that they made they're making this game. Then I'm on board, a hundred percent. Sold. Yeah, it looks uh, it's gonna be co-op and PvP. Like it's going to be. It looks interesting. I hope the PvP is like Left 4 Dead was. Um, how that you're like the specials. You're the special. You played Left 4 Dead, right? No, I haven't played Left 4 Dead. What? And you have a PC? Yeah. All right, so, yeah, I haven't played it. All right, so in Left 4 Dead, when you play, it, it's a first per. I mean, it's a, a four-player co-op game, but you can do the verses. And when you're the verses, in the game, there are zombies, but then they're special infected. All right, so they're like, you know, a higher tier, and those are the ones that entrap you. Um, when you're playing verses, the other team is those guys. So you'll randomly come up as like one of the specials infected and then you have to hide, plant yourself. And then as long as they're not watching you, you can spawn. Um, it's sweet. It's really cool. It's really like when you're playing with a good team, like against a good team, it's an amazing game to play like co-op or versus. Um, but yeah, I'm on board. It, it's about time. Um, I'm still waiting for Ash to do something in the fighting games, but I mean, I'll take this for sure. Yeah. Um, let's get into a, I guess, the shitty game of the year. Um, I haven't played it yet, and I'm talking about Cyberpunk 2077. Um, so, briefly, the the first major story that was out was that their stocks have, like, plummeted. Uh, 29% um, due to their launch. That's not even, like, the main issue. Um, this game, so 
if you listen to the show, you know that, you know, at first we were like, whoa, this game. Except it's not showing us much. And it's like still they're like all up in our face with this game that has no graphics based on a game that was text based and nobody probably alive now actually played that game. You played the text one? It was a tabletop game before tabletop. it was that. Yes. I've played the tabletop game. And how is it? The tabletop game is very good. Okay. So, you have this game based a sequel. Is it a sequel? Uh, so, the text game is based off of the original tabletop. And this game is based off of the tabletop. There's no direct correlation between okay. them. It just it uses the same like it's the version engine. okay all right so so you have this game that like yeah again it came from tabletop so that's like a whole different like niche category of people to begin with it's not even like a popular avenue like a cartoon or something that was like out there um anyway so as we're going they start delaying the game and then they have a controversy with them overworking their employees. And then they come out and say, they're not going to overwork their employees, like make them work overtime. And then they come out and say, well, now you have to work overtime, but we're going to pay you. More. And then they come out and say, Hey, this game right now doesn't work on Xbox or PS4, their launch edition. So we're going to hold off a little bit. And then they come out and say, Hey guys, we're ready here. Have this game. Oops. When we said ready, we meant we didn't do anything to it from last time we said something because the game isn't working on xbox launch cons launch editions ps4 launch editions to the fact that they the company cd project red are encouraging people to if they're not encouraging you to take get your money back but they if they're saying if you don't like it and you're pissed that's okay go get your money back first try at the store then try where you got the game and they should honor it and they are honoring it playstation's even honoring it past the typical two-hour gameplay rule or maybe that's uh the pc one of them is. uh yeah i think that's the pc i think steam is honoring it past the two-hour play rule the funny part is though is the game like all of the major major complaints for this game are all on the console like the PC version is buggy and there are glitches, but it's not half as bad as it is on the console. Like is, the PC version is very much playable. Yeah, this is how it used to be, but nowadays it's not really typical. Usually it's the other way around, unless it's an exclusive it's PC. Usually, you know, the PC's having the hard time for whatever reason. Um, but it's so weird that this game somebody is has either lost their job or will lose their job due to this launch 100% and not even due to the launch due just to the whole marketing of this game right off the bat this game should have been marketed as the first and only exclusive next tier uh game yeah exclusive PS4 Pro Xbox One X, that's it. That's how they should have pitched it because there's a slim possibility, especially now when no one can get the next gen, that people would have taken that next step up with a game as big as this was supposed to be. You know, they could have made more, I think, if they would have not even wasted the resources trying to get it to work on the other consoles. Um, 
so with this issue happening, it is reminding me. It, it, you can tell the guys that made this game. I, I mean, they, they make PC games um, because that's how they're treating this. Like it's not really that the game is broken. We don't have a strong enough graphics card to do it, and it happens in the PC world. You buy a game, put it in. Damn it. It either doesn't work because your computer's not strong enough or you have to tweak the shit out of it just to get it to work. So that's what I'm thinking is, I mean, and that's silver lining. The game works. Our our consoles just don't work with the game. Um, yeah, I, I remember that was that was the main, from the, not the last delay, but the delay before that, they said the major issue was the Xbox One and the PS4. They were having a hard time with the graphical capability of those two consoles right. to get the game running decently. So it's it was like at that point stop. At that point you're making this huge game. A this is the end of a console life life cycle, so your team should already know how to do what they need to do to get it to work on this console. But that wasn't the case. Obviously, they were focused on next gen way too much and ignored current. Fine. They should have stopped with the current, kept with the new. So with with this going on, they officially released a letter to people i'm going to try to paraphrase it um they'd like to apologize for not showing the game on base last gen consoles before it premiered um which means like they do it everywhere when they're when you're seeing the commercials for spider-man miles morales in the bottom you see you know uh taken from ps5 graphics from ps5 gameplay from ps5 they tell you what it's from all the time um, but they never showed anything about it working on the base consoles. Um, uh, so they were sorry for that. We should have paid more attention to making it play on be play better on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. <clears throat> Secondly, we'll fix bugs and crashes and improve the overall experience. All right. The first round of updates has just been released, and the next one is coming within the next seven days. Expect more, as we will update frequently whenever new improvements are ready. After the holidays, we'll continue working. We'll release two large patches. Um, together, they should fix most of the problems. Uh, to be informing you about content of each of the patches ahead of the release. It won't make the game on last gen look like it's running on a high-spec PC or next gen, but it will be closer to that experience that it is now. than it is now. Finally, they'd like everyone who buys their games to be satisfied with their purchase. Um... Give us a chance. If you're not pleased with the game on your console, don't want to wait for updates, you can opt out to refund your copy, blah, blah, blah. Um, go to the store. Starting from today, you can contact us up for up to a week until December 21st for refund help. Humbly, blah, blah, blah. And then on the bottom, PS, PC gamers will also be getting regular updates and fixes, improving the game. Now, they just listed an entire list of stuff they were going to do like almost like they know what's wrong already why isn't that fixed before now a b do you understand this is why i say someone's going to get fired because they now because of this have to dedicate resources and time into bringing the xbox and ps4 to playable states 
and keeping them there through every update. That was their downfall. That's going to be their downfall. That's where all their stupid fucking money is going to go now. Because now, now, and that's very imperative because then what? They're going to just cease support? Yeah, they can do that, but there's a contract. They probably have to support the game for like so many months until they're ready. And trust me, a year is not enough time to cut that off for base gamers because, I mean, I may not have a next-gen console in a year. With the way it looks, there's nothing worth even getting it for. So, like, this is just another bullet in the foot. And it's just, it's gonna, it's going to trickle down to all the updates that you're going to start getting for this game because they have to worry about Xbox and PS4. They probably have a fucking ass load of cool content to release, but now they can't. Now they have to get it, they have to get it to work on xbox and ps4 and it's not a pc issue anymore and that's why they they should just bite the bullet and say hey it's you can't you just can't play it don't let people because it's not even available on playstation 5 yet or xbox series x so and i don't think it's on the compatibility list either yeah so this is why they should have done exclusive the mid tier while you're waiting here you go but now they just ruin it bad taste in everybody's mouths um and this game was incredibly hyped too like this was the game of 2020 and you can you could kind of just forget that now like this is this is going to go down as a very disappointing launch for an otherwise what could have been an amazing title they i mean yeah there's always one there's always a title that's just way too hyped um it's too ambitious um the developers are like oh we kicked ass with the witcher 3 we can do anything um they thought too big and honestly i think that as because they thought too big their ideas were already being thought of by other people it happens um so now i mean you have this like i mentioned it before like there's tons of things i've already seen illegal body modification fighting tournament like it's not new anymore and keanu reeves unfortunately isn't new anymore either so it's it's going to take a while i have the game downloaded i wanted to try it before the show but i didn't get a chance to um link our our third guy he uh, i still game share with him so and, and i completely forgotten he's been getting these games i have valhalla i haven't touched it um that game Control I got from Game Pass, but yeah, I, I do want to try it, but now I'm kind of nervous. Like, what if it bricks my system? I don't know if people have even mentioned if that's even happened, but... No, I, I don't, I don't think it's, it's been like, so much as bricking. I just want to see how... I crashing like crazy. Yeah, how uh, bad it could be. But um, yeah, I mean, if you bought the game and you're pissed off and don't like it, you can get a refund and you are probably right now before they start kicking in the updates. Like right now would be the time to get the money. Even if you played it past whatever stipulations. Um, I'm and just it's very weird. glad I made it. Yeah. Uh, usually companies, the game sucking isn't a good enough reason. Like I tried it with that rocket arena. I like flat out was like, I want a refund. This game is awful. They're like, that's not a good enough reason. Um, all right. So here's something that's pretty cool. You like Capcom. I do like Capcom. You like arcades? I do like arcades. And do you like the Nintendo Switch? 
I do like the Nintendo well, Switch. Well, boy, I got something for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Capcom is releasing... Um, it's another collection, um, but this one's going to be on the Nintendo Switch, and it is the Capcom Arcade Stadium. 32 arcades um, are going to be available. Um, I... I tend to turn away from collections when they are like um, home collections, but arcade collections, like I bought their last, um, the collection that had Street Fighter and stuff on it and Dungeon, no, Dungeons and Dragons I bought separately. Um, the the one that's on Xbox 360 yep. or whichever yeah, one is Chronicles, on Xbox One. Chronicles collection, it had both of those. Yes. beat them up on it. Yeah, I bought that because it's arcade, and um, that's why this is one that I would be interested in um, if I had a Nintendo Switch. Um, there aren't a lot of titles that I am, like, super familiar with. Um, I would know them maybe if I saw them, but they will have... And these are the... It's cool because it's going to be the arcade versions of Bionic Commando, which were sweet. Legendary Wings. And a Wings. lot of these... A lot of these versions never got console releases. Yeah, they haven't been on other collections. Um, yeah, Strider, like Bionic Commando, the arcade version, never got a console release. The Nintendo version was completely different than the arcade. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's why I like the arcade versions. Like, um, well, they have the Street, Street Fighter they shouldn't even put in anymore. Final Fight you'll get. Um, and it's the arcade version. Um, Varth, I don't know. Um, Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting, Turbo, Street Fighter 2, um, Cyber of Bots. You ever play Cyber Bots? I have played Cyber Bots. Is that the fighting one or the platform or the side scroll or the beat em up? I mean, I am pretty sure it is the beat em up one. And Battle Circuit is the fighting one with, yes. You know what? It is. I just Googled it. It is actually. The one in this collection is actually the fighting one. Okay, well, you know, here's the thing. This has Cyberbots and Battle Circuit, but they're both, I think the characters are are uh, the same. Cyberbots yeah. is the one where when you beat up the robot, you could take their part and put it on you, right? Yes. That game was so awesome. So awesome. Um, Ghosts and Goblins is going to be on there. Um, Ghouls and Ghosts. Section Z, Commando, 1942-1941. I am waiting for them to release... What's it called? Red... Red Sun? Red... Not Red Dawn. The the fighting game that was... That uses the, the CP3. And it has the Tyrannosaurus Rex. And it has the dude with the lion head. Um... You don't know what I'm talking about, do you? Anyways, it's sweet. It's like one of their latest. Um, it, it, I don't even think they made any sequels to it, but it was it was so awesome. It was so awesome. I'm waiting for that game. Whatever collection that game is on, I will buy. Are you it. talking about Cadillacs and Dinosaurs? No, but that game's awesome too. This game's a Capcom fighting game called Red Something. I'm pretty sure. Um. Yeah. So there you have it. Um, let's see. Um, I'm not a fan of Ark. Are you a fan of Ark? You ever play Ark? No. Ark. I'm not a fan of those survival. Put in the put an island and like just build from the ground up. Um, anyways, and this is weird. They're having a sequel to it, Ark Two. Um, I it, we don't know if it's actually like Ark. 
Like, if it's that kind of gameplay or if it's, like, a different kind of game. Um, but it stars Vin Diesel in voice and character. Um, but he's not Vin Diesel. He's, like, a tribe dude from whatever. Um, and it is an Xbox exclusive. So Really? Yes. Um, gaming news. Oh, you had something about Ubisoft, right? Yes. So, uh... Ubisoft is inviting us to celebrate the holidays with them. And from starting today up until Christmas, they will be giving away free stuff for their games. Like skins and stuff like that. Like the first one ends tomorrow, I believe. And it is Assassin's Creed Valhalla items. Um... It's for everything, like if you're on console, PC, whatever, just go to the Ubisoft site, uh, log in to your Uplay account, and then claim it, and it will be delivered to your game on whatever platform I like, you are playing on. I like their app, um, the whole Uplay thing, how they do that. Like, you could just buy Valhalla and then log into this thing and all of a sudden you'll see just all this free stuff for other games that is kind of like you know like cameo stuff and and just like I remember every like especially with South Park like I would buy I bought South Park and that's when I installed Uplay but then it somehow detected all the Ubisoft games that I had already and started just giving me all the shit yeah um unfortunately I don't play too many of their games um Uplay has come a long way from when they first did it. When they first did it, it was awful. But yeah, Ubisoft has uh, they've they've put a lot of work into it, and it's gotten a hell of a lot better through the years. Uh, all right, um, let's see. We got Halo Fall twenty twenty one. Whatever, dude. Show me. Show me the money. Um, and then uh, let's see one of our newest contributors Gina okay she posted this uh, a new Sonic the Hedgehog animated series is coming to Netflix um, I don't, is that animated as in fully animated I mean obviously fully animated but I wonder if it's going to be like kind of the same character from the movie I think they're probably going to try using the same style of character from the movie and kind of give him that same attitude to not separate it because that movie actually did surprisingly well at the box office yeah well we'll see um i used to watch the old sonic all the time so but i never watched ones in between when it got very anime is when i stopped like around the Mega Man anime times. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. There's so much, so many new shows coming out. Like it's going to be mathematically impossible to watch all of them. Oh, Disney's uh, going to be hammering us with stuff from yeah. both Star Wars and Marvel. Like it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, we might as well get into that right now. Um, unless you have anything gaming related that you would like to mention. No, we can get into the movie stuff. All right. Um, so then let's do this. Let's get into the the Disney stuff. Now, Disney stuff, I don't care about their 
um, line, the Disney lineup, the live actions. Um, I care about the Star Wars because really the Marvel seems like it was just a bunch of stuff they've already told us. Star Wars. Yeah, all the Marvel stuff is stuff that we already knew about. Nothing really. So the only big surprising thing is the Fantastic Four movie, mm-hmm. which surprised me. Uh, I'm hoping it's going to be good because the Fox ones were completely awful. Um, well, the first one wasn't bad, but the other one was terrible. I I liked the reboot. I did, and the only reason I liked it was D- Doom was sweet, and they had Mister Fantastic fight. And it looked sweet. They made him fight like he would fight. Stretchy and bendy. And that was sweet to me. Um, so, yeah, I knew. I'm, I Look, I'm not a fan of the Fantastic Four. But I have always solicited the idea of them taking over the Avengers Tower. Um, obviously, they're going to have a movie that, that's... They would, uh, yeah, they're going to have a movie before the X-Men would get rebooted. Um, yeah, definitely. They, they kind of have to. They fit like, more. Like, you'd have to explain why did they never mention mutants in any of the Avengers, and all of a sudden the X-Men coexist. That's going to well, be Well, I actually think that's going to be mentioned in WandaVision. Yeah. Because hmm. WandaVision is tied to the MCU, I think we're going to get our explanation for that in WandaVision. Someone. Um, I think so, there's something with the, um, with what's his name? Quicksilver 2 is supposed to be happening. Um, whether she goes back and saves her brother or if she goes and gets the Quicksilver from the X-Men universe. I don't remember what it was. She would probably have to go back to get the one from the X-Men universe. Because she can't time travel. She can just dimension shift. Okay, right. All right, makes sense. Um, yeah, very cool. Because uh, WandaVision takes place in like its own reality. Okay. Completely separate from everything else. Right. That's why it's tied into the new Doctor Strange movie. Okay. All right. Well, and then we have um, they revealed Kate Bishop uh, on set. They are still doing the Hawkeye show, which is great news. I, I like that. I'm glad that they didn't cancel it with whatever hullabaloo was going on outside. Um, but I honestly, I don't care about Kate Bishop. I don't care. She's in purple. Ooh, big surprise. I'm playing with her in purple on the game. So thank you. Um, so Star Wars. You have the list of Star Wars stuff with you? Okay. We have so much Star Wars stuff coming out. Yeah. Um, there, are, there are roughly 10 Star Wars series coming to Disney+. Plus. Okay. That seems to me way too much like absolute overkill unless they're doing it and spacing it all out where you know i I would imagine they're spacing it all out and it's also going to take place in different time periods (sighs) okay all right (laughs) so let's go down the list of some of these um right off the bat 
the obvious one is Ahsoka getting her yep. own show, which to me makes that episode a little less awesome because now I feel like it was just commercial. It was just product placement. Hey, let's have her in for an episode. This is how she looks. This is what she's going to do. She's going to continue what you saw in the cartoon and you'll never see on the Mandalorian again. I actually think this was more of a gauging fan reaction than it was anything else. Like they already had I don't it though. I think Disney expected her and more importantly the casting of her to go over as well as it did. Yeah. I mean, it could have been. I mean, obviously they do stuff, but I mean, it was mentioned right off the bat at the beginning of the Mandalorian when they the trailer, you know that she's going to be part of it. Um I I'm still like I, I don't understand why they chose to push this animated series so much. I, I, I that's why like like the half up until recently most of the cameos or not cameos most of the the canon tie-in easter eggy kind of things have dealt with the clone wars series and the um rebels that's what it's called yeah rebels yeah her in particular um i i okay so that's obvious that's one of the shows that's going to be i guess really you're, you can look at the show as being live action rebels because you, you know that if if you know she's going to find everybody else she's going to find ezra and whoever else is on her damn team and they're just going to continue thrawn's going to be in it i mean that's also a given because they've just been releasing re-releasing his figure action figure why would they do that and they, they just released him in mandalorian yeah so you know he's going to be the big bad at her series yeah so all right so so we got that let's let's move on Give me and then one. we have Star Wars the Bad Batch. Okay. That one's going to go back to the Clone Wars, right? Yes. And this is going to deal with a bad batch of clones that go rogue. Now, during the Clone Wars, the clones are actually good. And these guys are becoming, like, bad. Yeah. Is that what's going on? Because I've heard of them. information, but yeah, I, I think that's what's going on. I never saw, like, I obviously I know, like, you know, the clone troopers and then their stormtroopers and good and bad. I don't know anything about the cartoon, so I don't know if there was some middle ground at some point, like, when everything broke. I don't know, whatever. So, okay, we got the Bad Batch. Is that going to be animated? That is going to be animated. Okay. All right. So an animated show. See, they're making me have to watch these shows. I don't want to. I don't want to start watching the Clone Wars just to understand the shit I'm going to be seeing. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to have to go back and like watch Clone Wars and then watch Star Wars Rebels. Mm-hmm. So I know what the hell is going on. Yeah. And then we're getting... This one's tentatively scheduled for 2022. And this is going to be Star Wars Andor who is based on the character from Star Wars Rogue One. Cass, Cassian? Cassabian? Oh, wait, no, that's a band. I think it's Cassian. Cassian, yes. So, yeah, I mean, this is another one of those things where, okay, I get it. This is just like another Star Wars story. It's a side story to some dude who 
we already know he dies. He doesn't do anything. And okay, you mentioned his past. There's so many other characters that were better, that have better personalities, better powers that they could delve into. And then they just pick like, I mean, why not go into what's his name? The blind dude and his bodyguard. You know how awesome their story would be? Like, okay. And then you could bring Donnie Yen in. That would be amazing. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, this this right off the bat seems like a a story that I like a show I don't really need to watch because they're sandwiching it in somewhere into the middle of the story where only certain things could happen without disrupting everything. Because the last thing, the only way they made it canon was the whole stealing the plans part. Without that, what was this show uh, movie? Nothing. Uh, and like Vader was at the end of it. I thought Vader was a little much at the end. Like I liked Star Wars. I liked Rogue One. Yeah. I thought Rogue One, uh, I thought it would have been a better movie if they kept Vader out of it. Like I think they should have just not had any type of Force Jedi stuff in it. Well, so it's already proven, especially with the Mandalorian, that people want right off the bat the force and jedi and stuff like that because otherwise you just have a dumb like a normal sci-fi movie without the force that's i mean it's what it is that's what star wars is and they keep proving it over and over again by having movies like solo and rogue one yeah they're good they're fun movies but they're not as good and they're not getting everybody to watch because there is zero influence of the force what's his name the blind dude having it a little bit was like such a tease it was like they knew that we wanted that but they still didn't give it to us but vader look the only thing i that didn't fit with vader like that was the only way they could make this movie fit into everything believably i guess and close it out they could have looked they could have just not even killed everyone and let them live and then they could have figured something out having vader they just made him too OP because if you were going to watch the movies in order, you go from this, what he was doing to the next three movies and you don't see anything of the sort. That's unbelievable. You know, and they keep doing it through every, every aspect of star Wars, the games, everything like the more games you play with Vader, the more they're trying to make him so bad and evil and powerful, which is fine. But you can't ignore the fact that he turns good. You can't ignore the fact that he never did half the shit that you're showing us. He didn't fight anyone awesomely. You know, like, and then to say, well, before those movies, he was this is just bullshit. You know, like, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't fit with me. Like, stop focusing on Vader. Or you watch Obi-Wan and they can make him something yeah like i was just gonna mention that like you want them to stop focusing on vader and it was announced that hadrian christian is actually coming back to play vader in the obi-wan series that i like i like that because this show will do that this this show it could explain it it could maybe do some explaining as to why he was just this monster anywhere he goes was just feared and then in these 
the very first movies we've ever seen with him, he's just so docile, listening to Tarkin, you know, not doing really anything. Yeah. Yeah, he was kind of boring in the first two movies. Mm-hmm. Like, the yeah, first movie had boring. 10 minutes of screen time total. Yeah, yeah, very boring. Like, um, Anakin was way more exciting to watch. Yeah, I just hated... ever was. I, I hated Christensen as Anakin. Hayden Christensen. I, I hated that typecast. But I think bringing him in was the best thing. Because he's going to be mature now. He's going to take this like, oh, this is my fucking chance. Um, and I think it's going to be better because he himself as an actor is an adult like look do we at, have the time frame of when obi-wan takes place obi-wan takes place i am pretty sure it's right after the revenge of the sith like shortly so after he delivers luke to his aunt um yeah yes well yeah the sith all that happened like he already delivered the kids to you know alderaan and and ben and home slice just became vader now and that's one of the things they wanted was they i guess like kind of like what i was saying they were like okay so you see anakin and then you see him just more hate filled than ever and then you see him as darth vader and he doesn't want to be darth vader and then all of a sudden he's darth vader this is going to deal with him just getting used to being a fucking cyborg dealing with all that hate hunting down everyone still who's still that's the best part this could be a vader show if they let him do what he was doing and hunting jedi that would make the show yeah Um, if he was hunting jedi that would definitely be awesome this is going to be one of those this is probably going to be a very successful show too just because of how i mean it has the deadpool bringing you know fucking ewan mcgregor was like dude i'm down Dude, I'll fucking film myself as Obi-Wan and give him all these promo clips of how the show's going to look. Like, he's on board since the beginning. And all it's done was they're like, sure, let's do this. Uh, I think it's good. I think it's what everybody needs. Fucking, unfortunately, he's so much older than he should have been, though. Yeah. All right, give me some more. Uh, and then we have a Star Wars Lando event series. Okay. Which is going to be about Lando Carvacian. Yeah. I can't really nothing is known about it. Is of he... like what they're doing with it. It's it's gonna be the CNN of Star Wars. It's just him meeting with people and being political. It's gonna be the Star Wars House of Cards. That sounds boring. Yes. Lando sounds boring. And then, uh, just for you, Verlaine, we're getting Star Wars Visions, an anime anthology series. Oh, is that what that is? Sweet. Those things are always good. Animatrix. And it was fantastic. Yeah, the um, Animatrix. Yep, Animatrix. And that one, though, all the... Even though... A lot of the episodes were just their own. They had nothing. They had to do with the Matrix, but they didn't have anything to do with what we knew. They're all they weren't like interconnected at all. It mostly just explained lore, right? But they were all else. they were all canon. 
Um, and they were all canon, yeah. Yeah, so if these are all canon, then that's going to be awesome. Otherwise, still, have you seen Love, Death, and Robots? I did. Great that, series. Hell yeah, dude. So everybody watch Love, Death, and Robots. Just do it. It's it's so, like, watch the first two. That's like 20 minutes out of your time, and you'll be hooked. Like, hooked. Um so yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm okay with that. This can go many different ways, um, depending on how they treat it. I thought it was gonna be just judging by the title. I thought it was gonna be uh, something a little bit different. After all of that, there were two movies announced. One of them is untitled, but the 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 first one is Rogue Squadron. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one I'm interested in because Rogue Squadron was definitely an amazing game. <laughs> and uh, it's it's directed by Patty Jenkins, who did Wonder Woman 1984. That means nothing to me. Um, and, um, and the other one has no announced date, no title or anything, but it is directed... By the guy who did Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok, I am not even going to attempt to butcher his name because it will be a butcher. Um, okay, so did this dude? I know who you're talking about. Um, did he have any part in writing Ragnarok? I believe he did. That would that seal the deal for me, and it makes me feel a lot better. Um, knowing that he's on board because Ragnar Ragnarok honestly is probably one of my top three Marvel movies ever. Um, it's so funny. I'd have to say four because the two end ones were like, but yeah, so that's a good thing. Um, them just, I don't know why they would announce it. We know the movie's coming. It doesn't matter at this point who's directing it unless they were writing it. And it doesn't matter because there's nothing written. So it's like, why mention it? We don't know anything. If it's going to be a sequel, if it's going to be a restart for someone else. Well, it's already been in development. I get they originally announced this in May. And they're just reiterating that, hey, we're still doing this movie. And Hmm. remember that one Thor movie that was amazing? Yeah, that guy's directing it. Yeah, that could be. uh, Yeah. I'll have to, I mean, I'm going to watch whatever it is, uh, but I really hope they do something. I hope it's, I just hope they fucking continue it and keep time going the way it's supposed to go. Fucking forward. If you like this guy, like this director, he also did a TV show called What They Do in the Shadows. And it's hilarious. So, okay, so now that you say that, Ragnarok was funny, even though it maintained its awesomeicity. Uh, yeah, like, I they definitely don't... changed Thor into more of a comedic kind of character, yeah. which I'm fine with. Yeah. I, like, I don't know if it'll work with Star Wars, though, man. Like, so much of me, because Star Wars is so family, I, I thirst for the darkness. Like, that's why I did like these last three, the sequels, because it brought it back to the dark and they tried to get evil. Um, and that's what that's what I want 
out of Star Wars as opposed to like because look they tried the light and funny shit and that was the prequels and you know as time goes on people appreciate them more but when I was watching them and they're making these hokey little fucking stupid jokes everybody rolls their eyes when little Anakin just opens his mouth everyone rolls their eyes yep you know it doesn't they just I guess they're just not doing it right because this dude does do it right but I don't know I mean, it's good. At least they're not... We didn't hear any word of them. We're going to reboot Star Wars, and everyone's going to be a girl except for Leia. She's going to be Luke. <laughs> and I'm glad they didn't decide to, to erase stuff. Um, yeah. You know how Marvel does those what-ifs? Yeah. They should do a what-if of, like, what if Leia was, like, the chosen one and not Luke? Um, yeah, that's... um. That's what I thought kind of what Visions was going to be because there's the – they're supposed to be doing something to explain Palpatine even further with this whole mirrors of time travel bullshit. Um, and that's that's what I thought they were going to show was stuff like that, like alternate reality, what ifs, just for a second you see and then – all right, um, so that's pretty much it for the Disney and the Star Wars. Um, we do have the Fandalorian. I just want to make sure that we don't have anything else. There was um, Mallrats. You watch Mallrats, the first one? I have. Sequel coming out. You care? I, I do, but, I mean, it's fine. I didn't say that I don't because I thought Mallrats was a great movie. Um, and I watched it when it was like, you know, relevant. Um, however, <laughs> I don't know how you can make a real like sequel with such a conversational movie, but n- more so a movie based on a culture that doesn't really exist anymore. And that's the mall culture. Not to mention, like all of these guys are like in their 50s now. It's good that they're all coming back. Like, it's to great that they're the all roles. coming back. Um, but yeah, so they're all older. It's they're still mall rats. They're obviously probably gonna have kids. Kevin Smith's daughter is gonna be in the stupid movie. No, oh yeah, I said that wrong. Kevin Smith's stupid daughter is gonna be in the movie. <laughs> she's in everything now. God, she's so ugly. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I mean that's I guess that's that's cool. We'll need more news on that. It may be cool, it may not. It's fucking mall rats. Yeah, um, I definitely want more of what they're doing. Um oh here's one thing. Uh Spider Man three. We mentioned that they signed Jamie Foxx for Electro. Or Jamie Foxx's Electro is going to be in the new Spider-Man. Um, well, now they just signed on, uh, what's his name? Alfred Molina to be Dr. Octopus. This movie um, is shaping up to be a fanfic. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So, yeah, and they're saying that uh, Garfield and Maguire and Dunst are going to be coming back to reprise their roles. Um, so this was 
All right. So, like, a lot of people, like Dave, Dave is saying, you know, it's a Spider-Verse. And that's kind of what it seems like they're going. But it's it's not really because it's just the, the movie-verse almost. And my thing is, that's why Doctor Strange is here. We've been through it. Um, I think this... I don't. I don't even know. I mean, it's gonna be cool. Like, like it is gonna be like total fanboy movie, but and seeing all those characters again. I mean, like, look, Maguire and Garfield both get their fucking sequel that they wanted to make. Like, they're both getting to do a Spider-Man That's sequel, um, and it's looking like. They're kind of continuing with the amazing Spider-Man idea of having the Sinister Six. And so they've already got Electro. They've already got Ock. They already own the Vulture, who appears in Morbius. They already own Venom, who, though not part of the Sinister Six, could be. Right now, they've got all the villains. That's a good hand for Sony to have right now because Marvel, like just all the villains that they have, they don't have any, they have to keep fighting themselves. The Avengers have to fucking fight themselves because there aren't good enough villains. Now with the X-Men, they'll have them, but, um, what do you think this movie is going to like end up being? It can't be a spider verse because they, the same company made an animated spider verse. Yeah, that was Sony. They did the, uh, the Miles Morales into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. So I believe that this is going to be a part of the whole like multiverse thing that they're going to be doing in Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And I think the way they're going to explain it is going to be Wanda. Because in WandaVision, she creates an alternate reality where the vision is alive and this kind of fucks with the fabric of reality and that's what's going to bring dr strange in to mend it i think they're gonna fight and it's going to rip a hole in it and that is what's gonna bring all of these other properties into the marvel cinematic universe because spider-man like tom holland spider-man is still Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you bring in Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, they're now Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. But, so... So... Yeah, I don't know. I I, I know that we're keep... This this is going to result in both having a spider-man but this is also gonna mean that one of the three spider-mans aren't gonna have a gig anymore because i guarantee you after this whole thing ends holland is gonna be somewhere and we are going to have our own spider-man holland might i think they're gonna keep holland at sony i think that's actually where he works when they yeah because he was working with Sony when he had to call their executives to say, hey, let this happen. Let this yeah. last movie happen. So he's Sony's. I think this is going to end up resulting in either us getting Maguire back, which he's kind of would be an old one, um, or having we get our miles. We'll have a miles through all this. No, because Sony owns Spider-Man. 
Right. Like, but they, everything Spider-Man Sony owns. They Even have, They have the cinematic rights to put it out, but I think they can do a Miles Morales Spider-Man and call it a different character than having See, Peter Parker. Because they have Peter Parker Spider-Man. Yeah. That's every Spider-Man in Sony is Peter Parker. I think they, they have to be able to do that. They have to. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure Sony owns that entire universe. They they do. They do. Including Miles. I don't know. Either way, I'm just excited about McGuire, and that's a shoe-in because Raimi's doing the Doctor Strange movie. So he's going to bring and, back Maguire, guaranteed. And I don't think we should get our hopes up because remember the last Spider-Man movie when Mysterio was talking about, like, I'm from another dimension mm-hmm. and everybody's like, oh, multiverse, multiverse, yep. multiverse. It never happened. And it was just <laughs> fake, yeah. Yeah. So I'm very much excited for this and I want to know, but at the same time, I think it's all bullshit and I think Sony's trolling us. Well, um, let us go ahead and warn everybody now that if you haven't watched The Mandalorian and you don't want to be spoiled, then you will probably want to not listen because we are about to get into The Fandalorian where we talk about the latest episode of The Mandalorian. Um, It's really hard for me because it comes out on a Friday. I purposely don't watch it until Monday so that it's fresh in my head. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to forget things, and I'm not one to rewatch anything. Um, so I have to avoid a lot of stuff. Um, I heard a lot of people saying that this was one of the, like, it, it's a, an awesome episode. Now, did you watch it? I assume you watched I it. I did watch it. So what did you think? It was very much an awesome episode. All right. And I really wish that they would make Mansfield, like, a, a reoccurring character. Yeah. Because yeah. Bill Burr is hilarious. Yeah, that was, um, I think it's going to be that way. Because, I mean, they have a tendency of just zero character development. And just getting rid of characters and killing them off immediately. Um, but they're treating his character special. Uh, first of all, just of all the people that he has encountered, they go for him. Um... And the fact that, you know, they still keep him alive in a really weird way. He doesn't go with them, but he just stays. And, yeah, I, I, I think that he will come back. Shit, I, like, I don't know why, but I did. I was like, I bet we see Bill Burr again before the episode where he was like, we got to contact him. Um, so their mission this episode was they wanted to get... Uh, Moff Gideon's coordinates because he has the child. That's what they want. They yep. want to find the child. Um, so in order to do this, they went to, what's his name? Bill Burr's character? Oh, you... God, I don't even... Mansfield. Mansfield, yes, yeah. Yep. So th- they want this guy because he was an Imperial and he knew the ins and outs of the whole area and he could be one person that could get them in. Um, so they go and they get him out of prison because now Cara Dune, it took she just accepted the position of marshal that was given to her by the uh, squadron dude, that X-wing guy or whatever. I just so, want to say, how fucked up is it that this girl just appears on like 
a prison planet and goes, yeah, that guy, I'm taking him with me. And they're like, okay, yeah, he's yours. That's how much power she has. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So they get him <laughs> and they just have to infiltrate a base and break into a computer and get information on where Moff Gideon is. Um, so they did. Look, honestly, I, I don't think this was one of the best episodes. Um, it was cool because this was... <laughs> he had his mask off for a long time. This was the most he showed his face. Um, and again, this is another reason why I agree with you on Mansfield is because Mansfield is now the only person alive who has seen his face. And you realize they purposely killed everyone in that room. Yep. Mandalorian so protocol. Nobody yep. can see the face. He is the only one that could point him out, which I think is fucking great. It, it shows something because they still didn't even get to show Mansfield's like true potential as like just a gunslinger. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was cool. Him flipping out was cool. Also showed that he is like the Mandalorian. Like, I guess everyone we're seeing that we thought was a bad guy. They're good. Um, Boba Fett's armor looks sweet. Yeah. It got all nice and clean now. Yeah. Like, yeah a lot of Boba Fett in this episode like sadly there wasn't a lot of him but you did see Slave 1 in action yeah which I thought was great that's cool it's like their ship now um it is like it with Boba Fett it's just so weird like I thought it was awesome like seeing him walk out walk off the ship just in the clean armor um but then I'm like why like he's such a minor part in the movie like yeah the clones like whatever but um i don't know yeah i think it's it's so great that they're together um so what else did we learn they got the information they needed um they fought a bunch of pirates which was sweet because we got to see mando fighting without his armor um and we know that he can still beat the shit out of guys without weapons and armor like Those first couple of hits were painful as fuck, And you saw, he realized. He's like, oh, shit, I don't have my armor. Like, <laughs> But, yeah, dude, like, he, they showed his potential. Like, he's not just a dude in a suit. Yep. Um, and uh, I liked the whole, like, ending message he sent to Moff Gideon. Because oh, that yeah. was actually the same message Moff Gideon sent to him oh, at the it? end of season one. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's sweet. Because I, I was saying, but I thought it was cool anyways, because it like, you know, you know, he's attached to the thing. Um, yep. Which, dude, I, I'm almost on board with, I, I'm not on board with, but I'm thinking Grogu might not make it. I, I, I really do. I think Grogu might not make it, but we are going to see another Jedi. It, how many more I episodes think, are there? I think he's going to make it, and I still think we're going to see another Jedi. But it's going to be a couple episodes before we see him again. So, here's... Look, they're trying to bring someone back. We don't know who this person could be. Uh, we have ideas. 
most of those ideas could only happen if Grogu dies. And a couple, one of those ideas happens. So if it's Snoke in the tubes, Grogu might die. Because if Grogu doesn't, somebody has to, to achieve a result that we know happens. Yeah. So unless it's somebody else in those tubes, which it could be, I guess, anybody, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why. And they can't keep it going on forever. We know, we already know that Grogu isn't a pivotal part of Star Wars in the sequels. So, so you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And that actually brings up like one of my main issues with stuff like this is the fact that we kind of know we don't see him again as a character because he has nothing to do mm-hmm. with the other three Star Wars movies. So everything that happens literally just happens in this series. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's interesting because it's open-ended, but at the same time, you kind of know where the destination ends. Mm-hmm. Right, and then the more they do, the more it just takes away from it for me. Like, the more they're going to keep squeezing stories in between stories, just write a good story. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it was clever making the prequels and explaining some stuff, but now you're throwing things in that happened between the prequels and the original and all this stuff. You have stories going on. Fallen Order happens right after Order 66, but then the Mandalorian happens after uh, Jedi. These two things for a while were going on at the same time for me. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm getting confused. Um, And then, yeah, you know that certain things can happen and certain things can't. And when certain things are explained, like when Ahsoka was explaining where Grogu has been, we're all like, what the fuck ever, dude? Seriously, you're going to play that card? He was in front of us the whole time. We just didn't see him. Like, really? Oh, he was part of, he survived Order 66 and the Jedi Purge, and he was in the class with Anakin, or he was survived that thing. And then him- there's the rumor going around that they're bringing Luke as the Jedi back to train him. Right. So it's like, okay, so if you bring Luke back to train him, why did Luke not mention him during the other three movies? Exactly. And we already know, see, that's, so that brings me to my guess. And this is seriously the safest thing that they can do. Now, Luke would be cool um, because we do have a huge gap in what Luke has been doing. However, we have an explanation and that's enough to fuck up if we do anything with him in it. We already know. I mean, you have him appearing in Battlefront 2. Um, you have him, you know, the stories about him training all the kids and Kylo Ren on his little yep. wherever. Um, so that was explained. And again, yeah, Grogu wasn't part of it. I think what needs to happen is Leia. Now you'd be like, well, who's going to play Leia? Dude, they're not going to they're not they don't need Leia and Luke aren't as old and they can find I think they could find somebody and not worry about it they don't have to worry they could do fucking whatchamacallit like the uh, deep fake it they were gonna cast the rumor was they were going to use Sebastian Shaw to play a younger Luke 
he's the guy who plays Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. They were going to use him to play Luke. Right. They could probably do the same for Leia. Cast somebody who looks fairly similar to her to, to Carrie Fisher to yeah. play Leia. Right. And that if they chose Leia, all we know of Leia is fucking Princess Leia. And then at the end movies, she's a fucking Jedi master. Oh, well, we master. know she's more sensitive. No, she's a Jedi master. She survived fucking death. No one could do what she did. So, and, and, it, it, and you know, we get the flashback of her training with Luke, so we know she was trained. She is, she's just, I don't think she just shows it. But there's Remember, the though, at this point in the story, she would not be trained. Right. If, if, well, no, because this happens, like, what, a little bit after Jedi? Yeah, a little bit after Jedi. So she now, wouldn't do we know be a, a master. She would still sort of be like an apprentice. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying she's a master now. I'm saying what we know of her is just end of Jedi, which she could have been training around that time with Luke. And then we know her, these movies, as being a Jedi master. Old Leia general dies. But all, her story, all we know of in that gap is her training with Luke. So they can do things like this. They can throw Leia anywhere. And it will not damage anything that's already done. Because Leia herself is secretive and doesn't say anything. So it would make sense that she could have this entire adventure, Jedi Master Leia, like, off. Because her her herself, she's supposed to be hidden from the Empire. Grogu's supposed to be hidden. She's secretive as fuck. Um, I mean, I think she would be a a good one to put in. And it would make... I mean, anyone else... It would tie to nothing, I guess, because everybody's in hiding right now. I think they're going to use a Jedi who we don't even know or even heard of. I think that I don't. I don't know. I mean, they could, and they, and then that would be good. Kudos to making a new thing, but then they're going to have to yeah. come up with a backstory. And I think this whole series is meant to get all the fans together and take them somewhere. Yeah. Because they, I mean, they they have everything any Star Wars fan wants is in this. You've got the old Star Wars, the new Star Wars, the, the animes. You've got the lore. You've got a little bit of all that discontinued fucking shit. With, um, yeah, and well, they're that's... doing, like, Disney is literally doing what fans have been asking them to do. And that is expand the universe. Because, like, they removed half of the stuff when they bought it. Like, they're like, nope, all of that stuff is Legends. So now they're expanding the universe. I kind of, I like how they did do that. Um, Because they wanted to start, because, like, I don't know if you've read any of the Star Wars, like, books and stuff. They were all over the place. Yeah, I never read them. I was like, oh, I mean, it's not, it wasn't official to me, so why even, yeah. And so it made sense for Disney to step in and be like, yeah, 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 all of this stuff, none of that stuff matters anymore. Yeah. This is what we're doing with the universe. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. How many, do you know how many episodes are left? This was 15. We have one or two. I think two. All right. That's right. Cool. All right. Well, then, um, 
I don't know. We should probably wrap it up. We went pretty long on that. Um, yeah, we did. Make sure to download this episode and every episode anywhere you can find podcasts. Just type Game Fix Show. Spaces in between there. You can also check out um, Evergreen. Um, you can check out uh, GameFixShow.com, uh, Facebook.com slash GameFixShow, and uh, definitely check out our Patreon. Become a member if you will. All the information's at patreon.com slash game fix show. Thank you, James, for filling in for Dave Hi. Spanish. Uh, he'll be back next week. Um, I don't know what we've got planned, uh, but it's the end of the year, so usually we do nothing. Um, so maybe we'll change that. <laughs> so um, without further ado, James, anything? Have a good one, everybody. Alrighty then, and uh, I guess our next stop is Brucey e. B. Goodbye. Have a nice day. Peace. And I say I love you. Later. Adios, turd nuggets. Don't you know that you're a grown up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. Alright, I think that was good enough? I, I hope so, man. I'm tired. <laughs> who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I, I, I've never done it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right.